Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio-Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Leverage Masters. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Grace, and along with Andrea Adams-Miller from the Red Carpet Connection, we are the hosts of Leverage Masters. How are you, Andrea? Oh, I'm doing really great. Hey, Gina, I wanted to start the show with, you know, recapping a little bit about us because I've had a lot of people say that they've been listening to the show and they really, you know, don't, uh, we have a lot of new listeners with the events I've been going to and they wanted to know a little bit more about you and then I'll share a little bit more about me and we have a great show lined up for everyone. So first, why don't you recap what you do and, and you know, what services that you provide so that people understand who their hosts are and we're not just hosts of a radio show. We actually have a lot of really cool things going on. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Andrea. I will be happy to do that. I am the co-founder of Divisio, D-U-V-I-S-I-O.com, the all-new affiliate network for companies who do good in the world and who have affiliates and referral partners and sales teams that need to get paid a commission. So go check out Divisio. I'm also a business strategist and at heart a leveragist. Many clients refer to me as either the JV Queen or Leveragina. And I'm available for coaching, mentoring, and consulting. You can learn more about me at askggg.com forward slash strategy. A-S-K-G-G-G.com forward slash strategy. S-T-R-A-T-E-G-Y. And Andrea, what are you all about? Well, thank you so much for asking. So the Red Carpet Connection, um, we're referred to as a publicity company. However, we provide so much more than that. Just like you, we're just such, um, you know, able to be so versatile in what we do. So yes, we help people get on radio and television and get on stages. We also help get butts and seats for events and help book guests for other people's radio shows besides our own. And we also help with sponsorship and getting funding and I'm also the executive director of the Keep Smiling movement, where we take pictures of people all over the world holding cards that say Keep Smiling, and we have them smile, of course, 
And then we also publish books of like-minded people to create community and really showcase everything that they're doing for their business and um, really pulling out that sense of uh, creating that happiness index that 156 countries are currently participating in to um, it's a outcome of the World Health Organization for people to have happiness in their life and so um, creating smiles and getting them to keep smiling is certainly a part of that so thank you so much Gina uh, for allowing me an opportunity to share and I wanted to share something else if, if you don't mind be my guest <laughs> well uh, this uh, week here I spoke in Tennessee and um, while I was speaking in Tennessee, um, it's called Lead Up for Women. And while I was speaking to them, I had an opportunity to have this gentleman listen to the conference. And afterwards, he asked me to speak. I'm speaking at a summit in January for it's like a, a um, it's it's a commercial building um, summit. It's for people who uh, like Victoria's Secret and Walmart and Target, all the main stores, how they you know, redo their stores, and so it's like all of these major corporations that get together and and pull information and education together, and it was really fun for me, and so I, I'm, I'm just tickled to share this with everyone, and it's more of a, just because I'm tickled, um, he wanted to hire me as a humorist. Oh, that's so, so funny. I know, I thought that was funny too, and I, and I said something, and he goes, oh, no, no, just to be funny. <laughs> And I'm like, and I'm like, awesome. And he goes, don't you think you're funny? And I said, oh, I think I'm funny, <laughs> but I didn't know everybody else thought I was funny. And I just had such a giggle from that. I thought I had to share. It's absolutely. Oh, that's adorable. Fun. Yeah. Well, we have a fantastic and, um, guest with us today, Andrea. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about our guest? Oh, awesome. Yes, David Corbin. He uh, will talk about a giggle. Uh, this man is super adorable. I absolutely love him. You know, it's funny when people talk about him and who he is and what he's doing, they have no idea who they're really talking to. So um, I, 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 I want to tell you a little personal story and then I'll give you his formal introduction. Uh, this man makes me giggle all the time. He is so loving and so kind and what he does for people to put them out in the world, um, the way he's uh, loving and kind and funny and he's he has worked with some of the most lucrative businesses in the world and yet he always just talks to everybody uh, everybody i mean he, he you would never know when you talk to him that he has done these amazing things so believe me you're totally going to be blown away um with him he he just you know what? I want to do something different. Can we just put him on, and then I want to pull that in later because I want people to hear him smile. I want to have a relationship with him on this show different than we've ever done before. Sure. I think I have him on you. Are you there? David, can you hear? Yeah, I, I, I'm here, but I'm a little nervous, this relationship you're talking about. Now, you know I'm married. I'm deeply in love with my wife, Andrea. I mean, let's take I, it easy here. I, I couldn't. I just couldn't waste another minute without being with him. And Gina, you're going to fall in love with him too. And that's the thing that makes me giggle the most is because you are who you are. And I wanted people to actually get to know you first, 
before I say all the things that, that you do, because it will give an opportunity for people to understand who you are with, and then, and then be shocked with the fact of, of what you really do, because it, it blows people away when they find out what you do. And I think I kind of love that stealth sneakiness. <laughs> <laughs> well, the greatest compliment you can ever give me um, in particular, and I think most people in general, is that they are who they are. Now, that sounds like the easiest thing in the world to do and to be, but it's not. Um, we put these veneers uh, in front of us. We, 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 <laughs> we put these, these persona uh, in front of us. And it's really kind of an interesting and yet sad state of affairs when people are not expressing their truer sort of higher self, uh, thinking that they need to perform a role in life as though a script has been delivered uh, and all. But just being who you are, and I got to tell you, it took me a long-ass time to figure that one out uh, because I played those roles. I played those games. It's a function of testosterone, I should tell you. Uh, so we do that. So anyway, well, it's, with you guys. it's not just testosterone. It must be estrogen as well, because I'm sure Jean has been there. I know I've been there. And that's one of the reasons I was kind of hung up when I was wanting to introduce you. It's part of me wanted to hold back on that, um, because I want people to see that when you show up, you are your true, authentic self. So I never got to know you when mm -hmm. you had any pretenses. I've only known you as raw and vulnerable and awesome. And when I presented yesterday, that was the biggest feedback that I got from people is I was the most vulnerable I've ever been and uh, the authenticity compliments I got were phenomenal and and who would have thought that I'd get a job to be put in front of like the top decision makers of Walmart and Victoria's Secret by being like that you know I don't think I would have realized that a year or two ago mm -hmm. that's delicious to being, hear and being around people like you is what's led me to change. I mean, there's other possibilities as well. Gina, what's your feedback on that? I think it, he's right. We all have these roles we have to play, and it can change from time to time. So the only way to be, in my opinion, is open, transparent, and authentic. And it really does endear people to you at a whole different level when you do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's an energetic. So, exactly. Yeah, so what happens is, 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 you know, one uses the law of attraction, the law of sympathetic resonance and the like. Um, the truth is, is when you are in flow, and Andrea, you and I talked about this with Ken on, on yet another radio show, Graham. When, when, when you are in flow... Uh, and you are engaged in your own unique energetic stamp, um, surprise, surprise, you attract people and situations and things which resonate uh, with that energetic stamp. And when you are performing someone else's role or you are not acting completely in harmony with who you, who you are, who you truly are, you're putting out a different energy and a different frequency, and it's very conflicting. And the universe is like, hey, I want to tune in to her. I want to tune into him. I want to resonate, but they're sending this conflicted energy signal. I can't. I don't have a, a dial that I could tune into that. And so when we when we let go of that, which starts first with awareness and then attentiveness, when we let go of that, and we ask ourselves some questions, 
how am I feeling right now? Um, how am I feeling in my body? How am I feeling in my skin? Um, how do I want to behave right now if I were to honestly be expressing my truer, highest, honest self? How would I be? How would that be? Breathe. Swallow with your tongue up at the roof of your mouth. Swallow and execute and just be. What happens is, is it makes us present. Ah, what a present is present. And so it makes us present and it puts us back into a state of authenticity, of homeostasis, of equipoise, of being us. And when we're in that space, all of a sudden, we attract people and situations and things that surprise, surprise, carry us to where we want to be. They, they, they just sort of augment or fortify uh, our path. And it's so totally cool. And uh, for those who say, okay, that sounds interesting, but I am really being me, <laughs> I say, if you're not getting what you want out of life, take a peek and see if indeed you are and just do a course correct. And do, as I, as I say in my latest book, which is entitled From WTF to OMG with some LOL, then finally say to yourself <laughs> after the WTF, OMG, look how things are going. Ha, ha, ha. I wish I had done this sooner or the universe had a perfect plan for me. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Fantastic. I, uh, all right. So. How much of that is from your background as a foremost psychotherapist with a background in healthcare um, compared to uh, what you pulled from your roles in management and leadership as a consultant for businesses of all sizes? By the way, this gentleman has worked with the top Fortune 20. So how much of that came from all of that to what you've also done for personal development for yourself? Well, everything counts. Uh, everything right. counts. I firmly believe that this path that I've been on uh, from the magnificent, blissful ones to the what, what seem to be horrendous, painful ones, everything comes to instruct, not to obstruct. Everything comes to lead. So, you know, I was a psychotherapist, and now I dropped the therapist part, so now I'm just a psycho. And, I, and, and I a, I, I, I'm known as a consultant, but I really earn my way as an insultant, right? And I'm known as a mentor, but I'm clearly known by those who I mentor as a tour mentor because I'm about to get real. And so how much of my learning came from what? I don't know. You'd have to check in with uh, the universe, with source, with the divine, uh, and, and ask because um, every everything from a low self-esteem child to an overachiever in terms of getting people to know me, like me, want to be to being the life of the party because I tell a joke or two, although I may be laughing on the outside, deep inside I'm blue from that phase of life. To all, all of it sort of adds up, and all I can say is, is that thank you. Every morning, every morning, including this morning, I'm on my hands and knees every morning saying four words. Well, not four words, but four expressions, if you will. One is thank you. One is yes. The other is please. And the other is more. 
thank you. Yes, please. More, more, please. Yes, thank you. And, um, and so I don't know where stuff came from directly. I know that it was a path and it wasn't easy per se, like speaking. Andrea, how many times have you heard me speak? And some other people may have heard me speak. I'm pleased to be in the Hall of Fame and all. 25 years ago, I wouldn't stand in front of 10 people. My, my, my former business partner, Brian Tracy, refers to me. He says, you know, when I first met Dave Corbin, he couldn't lead silent prayer in a phone booth. And now he can, which is a lovely thing for him to say. Um, but, you know, everything adds to that path. And you go, wow, look at that. Yeah, that's pretty kind of cool. Took hard work, took courage, took whatever. But anyway, we is where we is. I'm happy where I is now. Well, I'm happy where you are now, and I can't. I'm so excited to see where you go from here because, you know, you do such amazing things now. And that's one of the things I really enjoy about you is you're willing to be fun and use, you know, quirky language and be goofy, and I love it. And one of the things, one of the things I've noticed in my life is. Um, I, there are times, well, I, I mean, I'll just be very vulnerable on this show. Over the last five years, I've worked with some people and for some people who didn't like that in me and wanted me to take that out. And I took it out and they, they were then, they were satisfied with how I was, but I wasn't. And I didn't think that I was being able to give the audience or sell or provide product or, you know, all the things that are expected from business at my highest level by capping that. And, you know, they wanted me to, they said, you know, Andre, you're too big, you're too loud, you're too vocal, you're too friendly, you're too fun, you know, or you think you're funny, you know, all this stuff. And, and so I capped all of that. And I actually think by them having me do that, they actually hurt their growth and their ability by allowing me to full play full out. Well, you know, there's a fine line there. Um, there's a fine line. And, and, and let me give you a couple sides. And then, Gina, I'd love for you to weigh in on this. Um, so I mentor a number of wonderful people and, and one of whom, um, I know some of you may know, his name is Greg Reed. And for, for, I got 15 years or so, I've been mentoring this man who came to me. He was, he had just sold a business. He was a pen salesman and he wanted to be in this field. And, and, uh, we talked and he's doing very well right now. And, and he gives me credit and I'll take the credit. Thank you very much. But it's, it's his path and his greatness. Nonetheless. Early on in his career, um, I teamed him up with a wonderful author, et cetera. And, and this author said, you know what? You're going to need to change your wardrobe. You can't, you can't get away with this and yada, yada. But we knew that that would change his brand. And his brand was sort of quirky, et cetera, et cetera. So we did not change that. In fact, we got weirder. And so if you've ever seen Greg, he wears the most interesting, outrageous, magnificent wardrobe. It's part of his brand. And in that regard, the feedback was thank you, but it was decided we weren't going to do that. Now, let's look at another situation. I was speaking at a conference, and the president of American Greeting Cards was in the audience with about three or four of, of, of his uh, uh, merry men and women. And they heard me speak, and they said, oh, man, we, we, we want to get this fellow to speak and keynote two of our conferences. And so they called up and they said, you know, might you be available? Yes, et cetera, et cetera. And, I, and it turns out on one of the dates I was and the other date I wasn't, they said, we'll change the, we'll change the date of the event. We want you there. 
And so they did. And they said, by the way, Mr. Corbin, um, we're going to need to ask you, if you would, would you consider watching your language? Because our people have sensitivities. And I went, oh, man, I must have dropped some kind of bombs when I was speaking mm. because I'm, I'm so comfortable and familiar with an audience. I feel like I'm speaking to a friend that I really want to share ideas. And I said, yes, I can definitely put on my big boy corporate pants uh, to do that. And thank you for reaching out with that, uh, with that point to me. And I hope that we continue to open a com- an open channel of communication. And so please count on it. Now, part of me wanted to drop a couple of bombs in there jokingly, but I didn't, you see. So right, in some right. cases, you make shifts. Uh, and in other cases, you don't make shifts. But again, go inside, breathe, swallow consider, and then come out with your decision. I love it. I love it. Oh, and Gina, he, we wanted you to um, vo- vocalize on that too. I love it. it. And talking about the wardrobe and not changing the wardrobe. Well, that's part of being authentic, isn't it? It, it is. And, and if you declare a brand and that brand feels good, and you want to stay consistent with that brand. Now, there are some Absolutely. people. Absolutely. I'm an old dude. So I used to work uh, and we used to book um, my partner with Zig Ziglar for about 40 gigs a year. And Zig, Zig is a great guy. You know, and Zig used to say, Dave, you imitate me better than I do me. And Zig was on stage, this guy who's out there doing it. I remember vividly, and he's telling stories. But in real life, his authentic self is very quiet, very introspective. So the question is, what was the authentic him, the quiet or the stage performance? Well, his authentic self was quiet, and he played a role as a personal development guru who's influenced me and so many people greatly. So his authentic self is quiet. His authentic stage presence and brand is as you may know him. And there's no duplicity there, per se. He knows what he's doing. He's not kidding himself. He's not, you know, he's just, he's performing a role just like any actor. I'm looking forward to going to New York in a couple weeks, and I will see actors on stage performing a role, but that doesn't mean they're changing who they are. So I don't want to... I don't want to get crazy about this, but when one understands who she is, what her values are, what her beliefs are, what her goals and aspirations are, who she loves and who she's loved by, and when she hacks herself every day about that, she will live a bigger and better life because pharmaceutical companies, food manufacturers, clothing manufacturers are hacking her every single day day and she is based upon artificial intelligence and until and unless she's hacking herself to her own authenticity she's giving away the keys to her kingdom and she no longer has free will and so that's one of the rants that i i'm doing on stage right now is get real be real hey you can't solve everything you face but you can't solve anything unless you face it and that comes from a book I wrote called Illuminate. Um, so there we are. Well, that is fabulous. I, you know, 
you're so funny and yet so poignant and deep at the same time. And that's, you know, I think that's one of the reasons people enjoy you so much. You keep us on that roller coaster. Hence, that's probably why you referred to as a Robin Williams with an MBA. <laughs> and well, I got to tell you, I, I, I learned from, from the best. You know, I've trained some of the top speakers in America, and I'm very proud of that. I, I, I am very proud of it. Step number one is I make sure that they get out of their own way, right? I mean, I, I, I trained Tony Robbins, vice president of sales, and he's a very nice, mellow guy from the Dakotas wearing a plaid shirt. He's at, at my cottage on the back of my property where I do a lot of my mentoring. And uh, we had the camera ready, and he's such a gentleman. He's such a nice guy. And I said, okay, I'm going to count you down, five, four, three, two, one. And all of a sudden, he started imitating Tony Robbins. And, and two seconds into it, I went, stop, stop, stop. What happened to that guy who I was just talking with? What, all of a sudden, some Tony cloning jumped in front of the camera. What? You know, so so I, I, I love to, you know, get, you know, get, that clar- get that person, the real sort of person in there. But unfortunately, people will tend to jump out of that and whatnot. Anyway. I, I lost my train of thought. I get so excited talking to you guys. Well, we like trains. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and it, and I love the fact that we can detour. That's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about doing the Leverage Masters, uh, the Leveragist radio show with Gina. G- by, by the way, everybody, just to remind everyone who's listening, you are listening to the Leverage Masters um, here with Gina Gaudio Graves and Andrea Adams-Miller and our guest, David Corbin. Uh, by the way, he has also worked with uh, presidents of companies such as AT&T, Hallmark. You know, can you tell, look, listen to the sincerity in his voice. He probably wrote some cards for him. Um, he's worked with Sprint, Sprint, as well as the Honorable Secretary of Vet Trends Administration, among others. There's so many uh, amazing people that you have worked with. And, and that's another cool thing is you don't drop names, although it's perfectly acceptable on this show to do that. And, and you don't do that because you're just so humble and authentic. And, 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 that, and really, that's why people do fall in love with you. And your wife probably does giggle because I wouldn't be surprised if there were people actually who try to hit on you. <laughs> oh, I'm, I am such a studly and manly man, you see. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what happened uh, two weeks ago? This is like one of the coolest things in the world. And this never happens. Uh, it's very rare. Um, it's very rare that a book comes out and is two years old and then makes it to the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. And mine did. It built such momentum that I get a notification, congratulations, you are, your book made the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list. I was like, how cool is that? So I'm, I'm tickled um, about that because that's like, that's like an Emmy or Academy Award as far as I'm concerned. It means that people are resonate that resonating with your message in your book that particular book is called preventing brand slaughter it's kind of what we're talking about that you're either building your brand or you're killing your branding nothing is neutral and and when you're in harmony with your brand such as we talked earlier when you are in harmony with expressing manifesting exhibiting presenting your true self 
well, then you're building it. But when you, when you are faking it, when you're a poser, when you're not being authentic and real, you're literally killing your brand, a.k.a. your identity. And so, yo, Wall Street Journal in the house. Wow, that is, I, I am super excited because I agree that's a Tony and Emmy and Oscar and all of that uh, rolled into one. Um, and and what I, I am actually more excited about that than ever that it's been two years because being in this industry, we all know that there are people who purchase that status on their own. I mean, I have gone to seminars where people have mapped out how they, you know, hired people from TaskRabbit to go from store to store and buy so many copies within such a period of time to be able to get certain, you know, <laughs> you know, New York Times and Wall Street and this and that, you know, to get all those accolades. For two years for a book to do that, that means it's organic. And that is the biggest compliment of all. That is amazing. Yeah, cool. and, and, and still, you engage people <clears throat> to be able to talk to uh, you know, impression leaders, thought leaders, to read the book and then talk about it. You still go through that marketing, um, sort of that marketing process. So that's, that's kind of a groovy thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. And, you know, <clears throat> one of the businesses that I own is involved <clears throat> with the Oscars and the Emmys and the Golden Globes and the ESPYs and the Super Bowl. I don't know if you guys knew that, but there's a, a company that I own called GBK Productions. I'm a part owner. I'm a half owner with, with Gavin Kiley, and they're the people that do the swag bags, the gifting salons for these, these shows. And so, you know, I meet all these people. Um, it was months ago, you know, I'm talking to Spike Lee. How's that for a name drop, okay? Talking to Spike Lee. Right. And he was up for an Academy Award the next day, and, and he's he's, you know, he's going from booth to booth, you know, looking at the products of my customers and then turning around holding the product and, and getting, you know, anywhere from 25 to 100 million social media impressions is kind of cool. And then the very next day, he's jumping in the arms of Samuel Jackson because he won his first Academy Award. And so now, as I meet these people, <clears throat> I feel like, yo, I won my Academy Award in my field. Hello. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of awesome. I feel uh, very, very gratified and grateful. Now, it's not New York Times bestseller list, but we'll get there someday. What do you think? Well, you know, it's really cool when you think about that because, you know, the people who end up working with your company, because I do sponsorship as well, and there is this, you know, sidestepped, removed of, of pride that you have. Like when you see that you have set up this relationship for people to be able to get their businesses together and then something happens. So like if Spike Lee ends up wearing something or actually using one of the products later on in some other show or whatever, then you can be like, I created that relationship and and it's just exciting to see how we can create that love for other people's products and services and and uh, you know I just I get excited about it because it is it is I mean we're, we're not in the spotlight at that moment but as as you've expressed you don't have to be there in order to feel that love from that and you really are creating these wonderful joint ventures opportunities for people to be able to get out there and even just in the immediate with having him hold and look at the product and receive his gift that is amazing for that for that 
uh, organization to be able to get that kind of attention. And and that is a true, true, true gift to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it's super fun. I, I just really enjoy that. You know, so you also have a, a healthcare industry business. Are you open to sharing about that? Because I've been wanting to know more about that for years. Yeah, I've got, <clears throat> actually, I've got two of them. <laughs> um, about I only knew about ago. one, so tell me the other secret. <laughs> well, I love um, I love building businesses. I I am a I'm a serial entrepreneur. I just I I, I love it. And there's a common thread, and the common thread of all of my businesses <clears throat> is it it matches my values. My values of uh, contributing uh, to the growth and development of others. So in the <clears throat> in the GBK Productions GBKProductions.com in that business, it's helping small businesses who do not have the million dollars to pay Spike to be an endorsed uh, celebrity, but they do have the 10 or 20 or $30,000 to be in there to get, you know, the photographs with Spike, et cetera. And by the way, when I sit there watching uh, the view uh, with Whoopi Goldberg, because I know what's going to, I know it's, I've been advised as what's going to be on the show. And I see one of my clients talking about her product on the view because Whoopi came through my, uh, event and loved the product and said, Hey, this is so cool. Would you be on the show? And I mean, watching that change, I'm like a proud grandfather, but in direct answer to your question about healthcare. <clears throat> so 15 years ago, we started a company called aesthetic audio systems where we realized that one of the obstacles to healing and healthcare in, in hospitals is noise, the world health organization, et cetera. I mean, who it, it's so noisy in there. And people are already nervous, and the noise adds to the stress and the tension, et cetera, et cetera. So we said, all right, look, we set up aesthetic audio systems. My business partner designs hospitals. The other business partner wrote the Mozart effect, Mozart for babies. You've heard about that stuff. So we said, okay, first we'll go in there. We'll do an acoustic assessment. We'll find out where they're making these offensive noises. We're going to pull those noises out. Then we're going to put prescriptive music in. So in, in women's imaging, that music is going to be different than surgical waiting because women's imaging, if women are going in for a mammogram or maybe a, a report, that's really stress-inducing. So we have music that reduces stress. But if you're in surgical waiting where one of your relatives is going to be in there for maybe an hour, well, maybe they're going to be in surgery for four hours. That music is designed differently for time and space compression. So we did that, aesthetic audio systems. We've been doing that for almost 15 years. It's wonderful. We get a royalty, and we get licensing fees every year. And all we do is, is cash checks on that, which is beautiful, and we support where, where necessary. However, we also realize that there are some places where doctors and nurses are terribly stressed out. And there's a high turnover and there's medical error. So we came up with this idea. You ready for this? Drum roll. Can I get a drum roll from you guys? Come on, drum roll, please. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. So we came up with a four-foot by four-foot pod, a room. It's a pod. It's called, ready for this, the Rejuvenation Station. And in it, we have a beautiful touch screen. It's spa-like with sound. You sit down, comfortable cushion, close the door. The door has like, this opacity so you can see out, but you can't, but it, you know, you're not claustrophobic. You choose one of the programs, and in eight minutes, in eight minutes, you go from your crazy rolls and goals deep in touch with your soul. 
and you emerge after eight minutes more present with yourself and others and coworkers and patients and patients' family. <clears throat> We're very excited about that. In fact, we're doing a lot of research now at Houston Methodist Hospital. <clears throat> so we're so that's one of my healthcare businesses, and I have I have another. So it's kind of cool. So I am dying to find out how many businesses do you have, and what are they all involved in? They're all involved. Uh, um, I don't know the number. <laughs> well, I guess it's five. But they're all involved with advancing the human condition. I believe in the entrepreneur. In fact, I'm going to Cali, Colombia um, this month. No, next month um, for the second time in a row to teach and build entrepreneurs because I believe that it's the entrepreneur that's going to take that great nation back. So um, I have that five. But the common thread is is enhancing and, and, and moving forward the human uh, condition. That's why I checked into this planet this time. That, that was my directive. I didn't know it, uh, but that was it. And that is to use whatever skills, talents, associations I've developed and cultivated and curated to bear to increase the, the, the this, and, and, and <laughs> we got to hurry, man, because there's some bad stuff happening. I'm, I'm a delegate at the United Nations last month, and I'm there and working on 17 major initiatives. People were reporting back, astronauts and whatnot, and, <clears throat> and it's amazing the cool things that are happening. You just want to make sure that you keep the pedal to the metal on that because we as a, as a species have created a whole lot of bad stuff that we need to now resolve for. We need to increase the the vibe and resolve for it. So my small part of the world is to uh, increase that. And then, you know, my other healthcare thing is something called NeuroBoost. Oh, my God. I love it so much. The newest version is coming over from China as we speak. <laughs> Hopefully you're going to beat the tariffs. Um, and it is, it's a system that helps you literally hack yourself. It brings you down into the deepest state like a monk-like state of meditation. And while you're in that deep-like state, you have from 800 programs to choose from. You have either Bob Proctor or Les Brown or, you know, you name it, all these amazing thought leaders in different areas or people who are specialists in sleep or pain reduction or even golf, tennis, weight loss, smoking cessation, etc. Communicating with your deeper, higher self, with these blue lights going in your eyes and binaural beats from the earbuds coming off the temples of this eyewear eye set, attached Bluetooth to what looks like a uh, an iPhone. It's just crazy stuff, so that we could literally hack ourselves and, and counter the hacking that's going on against our will through this artificial intelligence stuff. So. That's that. I smile when I talk about that because this is some cool shizzle. <laughs> it sounds like it. And in Super I, cool. I thought I heard you saying something earlier about being a mentor or a coach. How does that fit into the other things that you're up to? Well, <clears throat> a mentor and coach wherever I go, if I'm invited to which is to say 
yesterday I was at my graphic artist's office, which is in his house, and uh, and we were talking, and, and it turns out that her son has a condition of a high lead toxicity, and I mentored and coached on chelation, oral chelation through something called ACZ Nano, which I take every morning and every night. And here I am mentoring and coaching only through permission, <clears throat> only through permission. Now, <clears throat> I do have formal mentoring relationships with certain people. They pay me tens of thousands of dollars a year to meet with me once a, once a, day, uh, once a month, six times full, full day in my, in my cottage where they sleep over and we work all day. And the other, you know, by Zoom or Skype or whatever. So <clears throat> I do do that. I love doing that. I choose carefully. I don't mentor anybody. Um, I have people who want to throw me big dollars. And I say no. And they go, well, but I'm, I'm willing to pay up front. And I, I get it. But I just don't know that there's a fit. So I do do that. <clears throat> I love it. They think we're going to be mentoring on business. <laughs> and we end up uh, talking about life. Early childhood admonitions, <laughs> beliefs. System. The old bait and switch. <laughs> you know, the thing is, <clears throat> you know, you could call it that. However, I will say this. And I oh, it's the best I ever. Them. It is the best ever because we think what we know. We think we know when we're being mentored. Because I've I've had several mentors in my life, and I think I know what I need, and then I find out that I didn't know nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, to me, what's the sense in? Uh, Excuse me, I'm chewing my keto bar here, but mom's not here, so I can talk with my mouth full. So what's the sense in helping an individual to build the business? Building the business is the easiest on part when unconsciously they're sabotaging it or the business is getting in the way of their major definite purpose, which might be being a magnificent wife or a magnificent husband or, or a parent or whatever. I mean, or the big life. The big life is having it all, and one can have it all. But if if you've got your foot on the brakes and you just keep pressing on the gas, there's going to be stress and tension there. So we end up working that. So I tell them two things. I say, number one, I say, I have no idea if I can help you out. That's number one. And the truth is, you know, a horse that comes in first a lot is probably going to come in first again. But you never know if they're going to, you know, throw a shoe, so to speak. Okay, number one. Number two. I'm not sure the direction we're going to go in, but we're going to develop that together. So that's the, the, the mentoring thing is, is, is cool. And I'm very, 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 very gratified to, uh, to hear people say, wow, um, you know, and give me accolades. I know all I am is one of God's merry little helpers. I'm a little elf, five foot five, bald with a beard. And um, my job is to just, if you will, channel or, or tap into uh, the infinite wisdom to be able to work with an individual. I scan them like a cat. I scan them for blockages. I don't mean that through Reiki, but I'm not a Reiki dude. But I believe in it, but I'm not a Reiki master. Anymore. But I, uh-huh. I scan them. I listen uh-huh. to them, and I, I find the obstacle. I find out where their toenail is getting caught in the carpet. <laughs> we trim down that toenail, and then they move slowly, easily, more gracefully throughout their life. Pretty, pretty groovy. That's the mentoring part of my world. Well, 
you know, I love that you're talking about um, looking for those blockages because I, I get what you mean. Because it's when you talked at the very beginning of the show about flow and those blockages. Um, you know, recently I've learned some stuff about personal development where it's not looking necessarily always even for something that's wrong, but looking for what's missing. Um, you know, I, I, I was at a presentation where someone was talking or referring to like LeBron James or I know it was actually um, Michael Jordan, I think, about how he would watch reviews of his basketball games and was looking for not anything wrong, but what what could be added to the situation or what was missing that could make their plays better. And what he saw was that he wasn't giving his teammates the ball as much. And so that's what was missing is more team um, connectivity. And so that's what I, I love about you, David, is you're able to look at things from um, an introspective point of view, um, both bird's eye, both big picture, and from an internal life point of view of what people are trying to get beyond their professional um, aspects so that they have balance and that they're achieving things from multiple levels of what's available to them in the world. Yeah, I mean, I believe we should and I'll be teaching this, uh, <clears throat> you know, at these keynotes in a couple weeks and in other places that um, you accentuate the positive and don't eliminate the negative. You know that song, you've got to accentuate the positive and eliminate. Don't eliminate, eliminate the, negative. the negative. I say illuminate it. Now, I say eliminate yeah. the negative, right? Don't sweep it under the, uh, under the carpet. So what happens is because daylight is the greatest disinfectant. Take it out and look at it. Shine a light on it. And I teach face it, follow it, and fix it. Because, you know, it, 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 yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a long story, but if everybody who's listening creates a wheel, and on those wheels they have spokes, and every one of those spokes is a core job function in their business or a core function in their life, in their family, and they rate themselves on a scale of one to 10. So if the spoke at the hub is zero, that's where you kind of suck. And out at the end is a 10. That's mastery. You rate yourself. And where you're an eight or a nine, you accentuate the positive. Yay, you celebrate. Where you're a three or four, don't leave that alone and, and, and eliminate it. No, illuminate it. Set a goal to be a six or a seven. And close those gaps and invoke these unknown angels of mercy on your path. Because as you do that, you get more competent. And when you get more competent, you gain more confidence. And when you gain more confidence, what happens? You get more competence. And you're climbing up the eensy beensy spider, up, 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 as opposed to going down the rabbit hole that's continuous improvement and that process i kind of learned in part 50 years ago this past saturday 50 years ago this past saturday i was 17 years old and i was at a little party called woodstock and it was <laughs> there that i got a lifelong lesson when some dude, I was getting kicked out of backstage, long story, but anyway, I was getting kicked. Some dude looked at me, <laughs> he, he tractor beamed at me with his big afro, and he looked like he knew me. He didn't. He said, man, like you're either green and growing or ripe and rotting, but 
you're never standing still. And I was 17 years old, and I was like, okay. I didn't know what he meant. Later on, I knew what he meant. He was talking about continuous improvement. See it, can I? Continuous and never-ending improvement. And that's what my life has been about. Look at the spokes. Close the gaps. Get more better. Get more better at everything you do. Feel good about yourself. And move forward effortlessly with confidence and grace and competence and joy. And it's like, yo, (laughs) is awesome. Well, I love all the accents as well. Because one of the things that I love about speaking is that you have this ability to play. And and I've done theater as well. So that's something that attracts me to you is, is, you know, when we're able to play on stage and really focus and to be able to intertwine play with our serious messages. And that allows us a way to capture them into our brains so that they're more memorable than they'd ever be or, or more memorable as you might say. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just wanted to add something. I I, I had lost my train of thought a while back when I was talking about doing the speaker training uh, and, Mm -hmm. uh, and that guy being a Tony Cloney. But what I wanted to say then, and I want to add now is, is that I learned this years ago from Zig is take people up and down, make them laugh. And when their hands are up and they're laughing, ha, 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 then you punch them in the stomach with something serious, lovingly with something serious. And when they're too serious, you giggle them, goose them, and make them laugh again. Take them on that sort of emotional roller coaster. But be sure, make no mistake about this, you must establish a love connection. You must connect with them lovingly. For if you don't, then they will try to pick you apart. So if I'm... If I have a love connection, then I can talk about, I don't know why you're talking like this because you're doing this and I don't like what I can make a fun accent or Russian if I want accent Russian or even New York. You know what I'm talking about? But if I don't have that love connection, some people are going to get offended. And I have a business partner. We booked 12 speakers with Hewlett Packard. And he didn't establish that love connection. And he said some sort of a joke or an accent. It wasn't terribly bad but they canceled 10 remaining back then it was 12 or $14,000 speeches because wow. the, the, the wow. love wasn't connected. So yes, we could have fun. Yes, we can do accents, etc. but make sure you have that love bond so that people will assume the loving best of you, not go, what right does he have to make fun of my grandfather's, accent you see it's a it's a trippy wonderful uh thing yes it adds octane yes there's risk but all you need is love love as our Mm -hmm. friend steve farber says is just damn good business that's the title of his latest book mcgraw hill love is just damn good business and uh so when you have that love you you got a lot of latitude 
Well, you know, and I, I, I appreciate you recapping that because, um, and I think you know this, but I don't know if our audience knows this. Well, maybe they do from our other show. So I have another business that's an intimacy and dating business called Ignite Your Relationships. And within that business, um, I worked with a lot of people in their personal lives, and they would have me come in and, and come into their corporations. And what I really liked is that they – they had me come in because they really honestly cared about their clients and their professional and personal lives. So while I never really talked specifically about intimacy or sexuality in their corporations, not at all. Um, I really talked about um, forming relationships and, and I related it to, so it was actually a spoof on things and I, I've been asked to start speaking on that again. So uh, let me give an example. So um, I talk about like networking, like networking shouldn't be a one night stand where you know you meet someone you talk to them you trade cards and then you know you you spend the evening together at the event and then you never hear from them again to me that's a one night stand in networking and um, when I would refer and talk to that people loved it they laughed they thought it was funny again you're right David, that I need to make sure that that's what the audience wanted. Now, these people asked me to come and do that, so I knew it was clear, um, but they loved it because it, we made it funny, and yet it was very relatable to what was going on in TV or maybe in their personal lives. But when I talked about actual um, creating loving relationships from business to business and how you can actually have those, that it's not taboo to really care about the personal lives of the people that you work but actually it makes it work even better that it was really embraced and I, and I was doing that in the 90s and uh, so I wish that, so please share more about that you know what what you think because you're working with fortune 20s how do they feel about that well <laughs> more it's really funny because this one corporation I'm going to be working with shortly is um it's a very large organization. It's a hundred-year-old company, and they are already—they're already logged on to the leap concept that uh, that Steve talks about. Steve Farber. Uh, anybody who's listening, if you don't know who Steve Farber is, I just adore this man, and I love his teaching. And they're already—they're already logged on to leap, which is cultivate love which generates energy, there's your L-E, which inspires audacity, and then you provide proof, L-E-A-P. They're already, they're already logged on. And when I go to organizations, some of them already know a client of mine years ago developed a, wrote a book called, uh, called Fish and a video of the same name. They know about Fish, which is be there, right? Choose your attitude. Make, your, make their day and play four components of fish people. <clears throat> that's the best selling um, business video of all time. <clears throat> talking about that, talking about those, those, those precepts. So more and more, there are individuals in organizations who are logged on. Why are they logged on? Because love has been around for a while, baby. And they're realizing you can't go from a position of, man, I love, I love my car. I love my kids. I love my spouse. I love my, I love my, I love my whatever. I love my watch. I love my neighbors. I love, and then you come to work and it's like, hey, 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 leave that love stuff at the door. No, no. So these people are already hungry. As Les Brown says, they're hungry. 
they're hungry to express their love, to be love. And so it's not that difficult. So in answer to your question, I would say most of the organizations that I know, they certainly wouldn't invite me if they weren't, you know, if they were buttheads, um, they are pretty much logged on to a kinder, gentler, if you will, uh, culture and environment. And then I come in <laughs> and I'm all about, you know, get real. So I take, a, I'm sort of like a tell of the honey. I'm tough, but I'm sweet, <laughs> you know? So I come in on the love side and then I say, yeah. And you know what love looks like sometimes? Love looks like getting real. Love looks like confrontation of self and others. Love's, lo- love looks like calling it out lovingly. And um, so I, I, I don't want them to think that love in business is just an airy-fairy concept. No, 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 no. You have to love someone enough to say, hey, by the way, you got a booger hanging from your nose. We need to talk about that. Love is getting real. I love that you do that. I tell people all the time, if I see something like that or if there's zippers down, I always say, I'm, I'm, I, I said, hey, come here a second. I always turn them so they're back to everybody else and say, I'm telling you this because if it were me, I'd want someone to tell me. So you're only embarrassed in front of me instead of by a whole bunch of other people. <laughs> I love it. That is so cool. A lot of times people don't believe me when I say that because – you know, I, 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 I'm a goofy guy, you know. Sometimes I'll go, hey, what's that on yeah. your shoulder? And when they look down, I flick them in the nose, you know. Um, so so they go, I'll go, hey, man, you know, you got such and such. And they go, you're not going to get me on that one. Oh, I got to tell you this one. I was at, you know, Apple has the Genius Bar. You know, that's where you go when you get yes. uh, your Apple fix. It's called the Genius Bar. So, and, you know, you got to wait a long time to get your appointment. Sometimes if you show up there, you got to wait a real long time. Anyway, I had my appointment with the, had an appointment with the genius bar with my, my, my laptop. And, and so I waited and I waited. And finally the guy comes out and I said, cool, are you my genius? He goes, yes, I am. I said, well, wait a second. What's that on your shoulder? And he looks down and I flip him in the nose and I go, I want another genius place. And, and thank God he laughed because if he didn't laugh, I would have had to wait another two hours, but he laughed and we had fun. <laughs> we had a connection, and and it's good that we had that rapport because I had complex issues. My my, you know, but it's all about love. That's all I can say. It's all it's all, all about love. David, before we run out of time, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Well, I'm right here in my office. Can't you see me? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were Zoom. Um, so davidcorbin.com is uh, is my immodest name of my uh, my URL, davidcorbin.com. Davidcorbin.com. Um, there it is, C-O-R-B-I-N. And, and I always invite if anybody has any questions or whatever. Um, I love that. You know, I'm going to be doing is a 90-minute keynote, and she said, could we have time for a Q&A? I said, how about 30 minutes? She goes, really? I go, yeah. Because uh, that's what it's about. So if anybody has any questions or ideas or comments or whatever, all they do is email me, david at davidcorbin.com. And, and how long does it take for me on an airplane to send back a note? Um, and you never know. You just never know. You, you know, you guys are about leverage. You never know if an idea is going to bless someone radically. So I invite liberally uh, for people nice. to come and uh, nice. just ask a question. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much, David. You are an absolutely beautiful soul. I'm so glad to have this hour with you where we could just sit down and and chit-chat and and find out the deeper deeper meaning behind your humor, your love for people, the excellence in what you give them in business information from illuminating to branding slaughter to, you know, um, you know, just maximizing their businesses and 10 xing everything so wonderfully. I mean, you are truly a gifted person and boy, talk about humorists. I would have categorized. That's one of the reasons I was so excited about sharing that today is for me to be called a humorist. When I consider you a humorist, I just felt like mm. I was put on a whole nother level. <laughs> I was so excited about that. <laughs> Congratulations. That's awesome, Andrea. I know. We're out of time. David, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sorry I couldn't participate more actively, but we had a rollover crash three blocks from my house, and I've had sirens the entire show. Of course, it happens right at the top of the show. Uh, but thank you yeah, so she much said, Andrea, you have to do all the talking. Um, I have I have sirens going, and of course, I didn't have a problem with talking more. <laughs> uh, listen, well, love to you, David. Thank you so much. It's it's just nice to play with you guys in the sandbox and keep doing good things because the the more the more you do what you do, the more better this world is. So thank you for what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. We absolutely will. Thank you so much. And we will be back same time, same place next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.